This is the Pete Carroll Show. Gurley gets it, goes right. Oh, he gets hammered. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 throughout the season. We play football. <laughs> All right, and football's fun. Brought to you by Les Schwab Tires, Buffalo Wild Wings, Good Chevrolet, and VenueKings.com. Well, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Now, here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Salk. Well, that was something I don't think we heard you say much of yesterday, Coach. I like that. I like it a lot. Not much to like from yesterday. No, it was it was a, it was a bad day, and uh, and it didn't take very long to, to show itself. You know, we barely got started, and they started moving the football, and we weren't moving it much, and they got going. It was really a hard day. How does it happen? I don't know. You know, the uh, uh, there's a, there's a lot of questions about you know how we go from two weeks ago Philadelphia to this, you know, and, and look like that. Um, but we we were just off, and uh, we were off in our tackling, and we're off in our you know kick covering, you know, which are kind of big areas, you know. And, and they do tell you that you know you, I think it's it's a distraction thing, you know, get distracted by some some of the stuff that was going on and didn't play well, and and uh, but it was across the board. So they they're on fire, and they have been uh, extremely consistent with their product, productivity on offense. And they just did it again, you know, and we didn't get in their way very much. They didn't have to throw it yesterday. Much different than the first game. You know, I think it's a good contrast. You can understand the first game to the second game against those guys. Gurley had 50 yards rushing. You know, we had five turnovers in the game. And uh, and we scored 16 points. It was still hard to score, you know, but we held them down because, because they did have to throw the football. And that's the mode you want to put them in. We couldn't get them there. You know, their guy, McVay, said post game that he felt the vibe of his team and didn't even mention it was the shortest pregame speech that he had because he could just feel the pulse of his guys that they were ready to go. Do you get any sense or feel of that pregame or, or early in that one that they were just flying, as you just said, man, they've been playing so well that you could feel that on the field? Yeah, I think the one of the things that you I, you could sense was it seemed like they were faster than us. And, and that's what we like to pride ourselves on, you know, that we play faster than the teams that we play and on that day they felt like that and, and everything was quick and sharp and, and precise and uh, that it just played to their advantage throughout in, in all phases and, and uh, so he, he, he was right you know, they were on it and they were ready for it and we weren't able to, to change that did you have any sense that your team would be as flat as they were? No, no, I didn't have that at all. Um, but I was concerned, you know, because we had, we had gone through the week without KJ and Bobby in there, you know, and that's the first time in years that we had, you know, not had those guys. We didn't know Bobby was going to play till till Sunday, and uh, and so we really were preparing without him, and so uh, that that was just different, you know. And I didn't, I was wondering about the sense all week long of the guys, you know, you know, feeling okay, feeling comfortable about it, practiced hard, worked hard, and, and all that, and and. Uh, in a modified week, we had modified because of the guys being knocked. But um, other than that, you know, you can't tell. I can't tell. I've always told you that I can't tell from one, one of the next. You know, in the beginning of the game. When was the decision made with Bobby? How, how does that work into? And, and is there a? You know, a lot of our listeners today weighing in, texts and otherwise. Like, is Bobby at eighty percent better than Will Hoyt or Hunter? Or how do you go about gauging that decision? Yeah, well. well um, Bobby, Bobby can play. He, he's one of the – some players can do it. They can play when they're hindered a little bit and still play football. Um, he felt good in pregame, really. Went all the way up till, uh, till Sunday at the workout, you know, I don't know, 11.30 or something like that. You know, we were right up to it. Um, he, he really felt confident that he could play. I talked to him about it, you know, really nose to nose, eye to eye, just are you okay? You know, you're probably not going to be able to do everything that you normally do. You, you feel good? Oh, yeah. And, and so he was really, really wanting to go, and he did it. And he came out of the game no worse off. Um, and he he didn't play poorly. He didn't at all. He missed a couple fits on things that, that happens maybe when you miss a week. But uh, other than that, he, he played.
played good, solid football, not at his top, you know, but his leadership, his ability to command what's going on, make the adjustments and all that, he's so far ahead of anybody else that could play. The, the thought was he could help other guys play well, and that, that's, that, that's, you know, that's really the consideration. And we just kept our fingers crossed that he wouldn't go too far, and he didn't. He played like a pro, and the guy's been doing this for years in this league. You, have to, you, you find your way to adapt so that you can play, and, and that's what we asked him to do. And as soon as he could see it, then I you know, took him out of there, you know, and so that was, that was the way it went. Unfortunately, after the game, it leads to kind of a back and forth between he and Earl Thomas as Earl suggests that maybe Bobby shouldn't have played, and Bobby tweets back at him. What, what do you say to those guys tonight? Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't know that was going on. Um, until late, way after it was over, um, emotions and, and all that. You know, guys say something that they maybe shouldn't have said, or you know, they wish they would have said it to each other or whatever. Um, but um, you know, that's that's the media. You know, you, your thoughts go out. You know, and so um, those guys have been together a long time, and they've been through a lot together, and they wor- they'll work everything out. And there's no, I don't, I'm not worried about anything going forward. But that's uh, too bad that that's that's what social media does. What's the identity of your team right now? Would you say, coach? Is well, you it? know the, the problem I got is is where we were two weeks ago. You know that, that's the, I got a problem with this. You know, two weeks ago we we, we played a great football team and, and uh, hot as can be and and played great ball. And we're just two weeks removed from that. And that's that's what I'm concerned about. And, and you know how did how did we go so far so fast to play one of the worst games we played in a long time? You know, maybe ever since we've been here. And and uh, and I give the Rams a lot of credit. And I think we'd be wrong not to. But that's only go so far. You know, it's still about us and how we do. And and uh, so I'm just concerned about you know how did we go that far that fast and and there's some obvious issues you know that we know and but we ain't going there to complain about them or anything but um, I, I want to make sure we we have a chance to get back to the kind of ball we're capable of playing that's that didn't happen yesterday. Yeah, I think one of the things we've talked about when it comes to that identity is is what is it this team does best right now? It, you know, we've talked so much about trying you know, to... You can't talk about that and, and, and point that. I mean, you can ask the question because everybody wants you right. to, but you can't see anything yesterday. There right. was nothing that we did best, you know? <laughs> well, what we do best is we play really well across the board. We play good, solid football, and we didn't stop the run yesterday, and we really didn't hold them on, on the line of scrimmage under the circumstances. Let's, let's go back a little before we get to that. The... When when you put this that defense in that mode, when they get ahead like that, that's as hard as it can get. We yep. needed to be balanced out, keep the game tight, and make sure that they had to stay with you know, honoring the running game, which we we looked like we were going. We blocked them okay when we made our running attempts early in the game, but when the game started to go and they started to heat it up in a pass rush, now it became a whole different ball game. It was really unfortunate that we got a couple calls, you know, the holding calls. They, I see why they why he called them. You know, and look at the film. I see what he saw, but those really hurt us because of the you know, it shifted the opportunities and the field just stayed so tilted and we kept it so tilted because of their returns and also because of our you know our, our problems and and so it you can't really see anything so where are we well we're we're a balanced football team we're a team that can that can do a lot of things well and when we don't and, and anything falls through then we're we're not a dominant it, part of our team in, in any aspect of it so we have to play completely uh, uh, complete football and which don't forget that we are capable because it was just two weeks ago so um, it's there but sometimes it's it's fleeting and we we came out on the wrong end of that deal so right now I can't <laughs> you know today we didn't do anything very well and we have no identity other than we got to get back and get going again 
Anything in that tape stand out to you after watching it? And I'm sure you watched it last night. You watch the game, you get home, or wherever you watch your tape. Anything? Yeah, yeah. I, we, we didn't tackle well. Um, Gurley really ran his tail off, you know, and made us miss a number of times. He, he looked like he was faster than we were, you know, which he isn't, but he looked like he played like it. And, and so uh, that, that was a, a shame. Um, the, our inability to, to stay on schedule on offense was just glaring. 25 yeah. plays of over 10 plus yards. Yeah. You, I, almost half your plays yesterday were of 10 plus yards in length yeah. because yeah. of We that. had seven, I think we had seven third downs that were third and 12 or more. We didn't convert any of them. We had seven that were eight or less and we converted five or seven if you give us the one with Tanner. They don't give you that conversion but that's, you know, so the game was to be played on schedule like that. That's That was the intent but when you get that far behind it, uh, against that team and they can roar at third and 12 plus, it's really difficult and we, we played into their strengths. They, they they, they had a really easy go of it. The field was beautifully set up for them because of their given credit. They executed to get there, and then it turned into a pass rush game for them, which is exactly where they want to be. Uh, they haven't been a great team versus a run, you know, and they've been allowing four and a half yards of carry or something. We were able to see that, but we couldn't, so we couldn't find a way to sustain it. The missed tackles just seem so uncharacteristic. Yeah, yeah, we were leaving our feet, you know, and and, and uh, against the guy, you have to finish your tackle on him. You, know, you have to stay up on him because he's, he's got such a great straight arm. You can see it on the one run that he bounced right in front of our bench. That was kind of emblematic of what was going on. It just looked terrible, you know. I think we we missed three tackles on the, on the one play, and uh, yeah, that it's it's just not characteristic. But it also showed up on the on on punt coverage too, you know, and uh, there was it. so that means that across the board the mentality wasn't right. And I you know I gotta take take it man that we weren't right and we hoped to be we planned to be we counted on it and, and it just didn't show from a coaching standpoint tell the truth monday is it worth film study after this game do you burn it and just move uh, on? we'll do some stuff yeah we'll, we'll we'll do some some things to get through this we get some different thoughts there How about russ yesterday i thought he had a hard time you know he, he when we uh we had some guys that you know he needed to hit everything under the circumstances to keep us at you know from to catch up kind of and he had some shots you know the low ball to jimmy and that, that winds up being incomplete um, that's a great great opportunity to get out of the sticks you know we we're going to catch up right there there was another one to doug we had so he, he you know he wasn't quite as sharp as we needed him to be uh he ran the ball well he did that well we got in trouble in the, on you know, moving in the pocket a few times you know there's you can see the the when he flushed right a couple times and, and Dwayne had shoved his guy past but that allows the uh, quinn to stay in the pass rush you know unfortunately we didn't work together there well you know we get moving uh and, and it worked to their advantage so there's some stuff there you know you have told us before and russell said it last week about aaron donald that uh, there's just very few like him. Do, do they present a challenge with their rush, not only on the perimeter, but what he can do inside that is just unlike some of the teams? I mean, Russell escapes against everybody, it feels like. You know, when he's yeah. buying time, he escapes against everybody. But those doggone guys and their four, is it he that creates so much of those challenges inside? He's the most unique. Yeah, he's the most unique player with the most unique talent that we see. Um, because I, like we've talked before about how fast he is and so that means he penetrates a little bit quicker you know than other guys and he gets in the cracks we're doubling him and he's still splitting the doubles you know we, we really intended to really take him out of it and, and he's still because of the way the game went he got his rushes yeah. um, we you know we had a lot of things going for him and, and really he gets three sacks in the game when we expected to really shut him down and it didn't work out Coach, you guys have always seemed to really value the future and, and playing young guys and keeping more and more picks and trading down in the draft. 
for the first time this year, in right at the beginning of the season, and then again during the season, you traded part of your future for this year, right? Second round pick for Sheldon Richardson, a second and a third for Dwayne Brown. Does it add to some of the urgency for this season? Well, we we've really felt like we had a, a terrific opportunity. You know, if we could if we could get a little bit of help here and there. And uh, w- when George Fant went down, you know, that really changed our thinking. You know, we were we were going to be really young, and we were going to go with Georgie. But but when he went down, that that opened up the. I, I don't think that ever would have happened. You know, we wouldn't have thought to go there. But uh, there was a great player that was available that was out there, and we took a look at the chance. How could you draft a guy like this? You know, and, and how could you draft a guy like Sheldon? you know in, in with those picks and so we thought that there would be good you know really good moves at the time and and I had everything else stayed connected I think it would have would have borne its way out but I, it, it, it hasn't so far you, you I can see why you're asking it you know how about the front four yesterday I think of everything for me tackling would be probably top of the list of just very uncharacteristic that front that got after Philly and that's a good Philadelphia O-line and Wentz was flying and man you felt it that night that front four really got after him how'd the front play yesterday well, it, I wouldn't even look at the pass rush because we couldn't get them to throw the football enough, you know. It was really we needed to play, like we always say, you have to play really disciplined to play great run defense. And there was too many chances in there that, that we that guys were out of their gap or they got they got had by the next lineman and they were on their stuff and they took advantage of it. Yeah. They're, they're so strict about what they're doing that if you make a mistake, they, they – can take advantage and they did uh happen in like three or four of the first significant runs that happened we were you know we, we were just a little whacked out at the line of scrimmage and so it can happen it, it, it wasn't always the d lineman but the, you know they were really they're the first line of defense and they got to be really on it at, at this point two games left to play do you start to see or sense some of the themes uh you have six losses on the year versus the eight wins are there themes that stand out amongst those six uh, among the, the six losses, or, or, or in your wins, either one. I mean, where where do you start to see some of the themes of when you do this, you win; when you do such and such, you lose. Well, that, there's no question about when you win. I mean, it, you, you don't turn the football over. It starts there, and you take care of the running game, really, in both sides of the ball. And that, that's simple as that sounds. That's really how the game works. And then there's other aspects after that. But you have if you if they can run the ball at you, or you turn the football over. It, you can't control the game, and that's exactly what happened yesterday. And it's a, it's, it's always been that way. That's nothing you know, revolutionary. Um, so, you know, we have not been as consistent in the running game on either side of the ball, and uh, that's it's been a hard it's been a hard aspect for us. It gets the game out of the way we want to play it. We've been dealing with that all year long, you know, and it's really been some of last year too. The running game has not been the way we wanted on offense, and so we can't stay on schedule. We 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 make ourselves have those longer yardage, you know, conversion ops, and that's really difficult. So that's to me, that's kind of the the main thing that's been part of the problem. How does it get to be that? I mean, this is this is your stated goal. This is you're telling me now. You this is your philosophy is stop the run and run the ball and don't don't commit turnovers. Why is there a problem? Why would a team, a Pete Carroll team, struggle yeah. in those in those I, I, parts I, I, of the of the game? Uh, it, it's it, it's not because we haven't emphasized it, but it is the results haven't backed it up. You know, the runners haven't been able to be there available to back it up. The running game hasn't been there. You know, we've had a terrible run of, of running backs being hurt. And and so we haven't had any continuity there, which we saw for a long time in the years past. There was continuity. And and so that's that's been an at issue. And we could see it. We could see that it could possibly be there, but it just couldn't hold together. 
I mean, it's just, I marvel at, at the uh, consistency of, look at how long Gurley has played. He, and he keeps being the focal point dude out there. Uh, uh, you know, the, it just amazes me that we can't find the kind of consistency for any of our guys. Well, Mike Davis is a good player. Mike, you can see Mike, he can do a nice job. We're just barely getting him going now, you know. And so it's just been a long haul with that. And it's been unfortunate. And so we haven't been able to come up there. Uh, on the other side of the ball, you know, I, it's just we just have to stay consistent and we have to stay right. And it's there's been some, some things that have happened there, you know, that have just been – challenged us to overcome and we've been trying to challenge those 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 uh, situations and it just quite hasn't come out as good as we want you know to. one of the questions mike asked me periodically or weekly is are they built to do this are they still built to be this run in your face balanced team and going to intimidate should you still have the personnel offensively to have and and, and play that style of ball well, we're we're. It doesn't seem like so. You know, we're trying to get there. That's still it's still an attempt because it's a great way to play the game. You can say, okay, let's just throw the ball all the time. Well, that's not the way to go. And so we have to keep battling it and do the best we can with what we have and and try to not you know avoid these the things that knock you out of out of that kind of rhythm, which is injuries and issues and stuff like that. Um, so that's what we're faced with, and we have to deal with it. And we're trying to make the best of what we have. Well, you, you mentioned some of those injuries. Let's just run through a couple of them real quick because it looked like you guys were fairly unscathed uh, yesterday. Chris Carson, will we get to practice this week? Um, that's that's at hand. We, we were kind of counting on that coming out of last week, so we'll see if he makes it through uh, Wednesday. Cool. And Nas Jones, could we get a chance to see him? Back? He should be. It's it's about that time. Yeah. You know, He was getting closer. He's done some running, so he's getting close, but it depends on how he responds to the work. KJ any closer or is that just still He should on? be fine. Yeah, he should be fine. He's he I think he's I think he's out of the protocol now. And Bobby coming out of that thing yesterday? He he came out. I saw him this morning. He said he's no worse off than last week. So he'll be limited this week. We'll see what happens. How much of a challenge is that, Pete? I've looked at that practice report as well, week in and week out, and I can't remember. Maybe you'll tell me I'm totally wrong on this, but I don't remember so many I mean Jimmy and Dwayne and Bobby and so many core players not practicing Wednesday, not practicing Thursday. And maybe getting a little work in Friday has that been some of the challenge yeah, the, as well? Yeah, the, the numbers are definitely higher than they've been, and and th- that means that those guys were managing them through to get them to game time. Uh, I mean, you look at our list compared to the other teams' lists; it's like we're we're might be triple some other teams. So for whatever reason, that's you know we've been carrying. Uh, the bumps and bruises through the week, and we're trying to make it through. And we do, you know, we adapt practice to get that done, um, like we have to. And uh, we've upped the numbers of reps that we do at at a, at a lesser tempo, so that we can get those guys the work, so that they can be ready, even though they can't stay full speed. Well, that eventually catches you, you know. That that otherwise practice wouldn't be important, you know. And it, it is, so um, you, you can lose it again. I, I know you you're trying to figure this all out, but you go back to. Two, it's just two weeks ago. I mean, we're not very far removed from that, and, and uh, we have to recapture where we were. Well, you get a chance uh, in Dallas, and you're going to see another team that's sure going to want to run the ball right at you. Yeah, yeah. They looked, uh, they still look like a good football team, even without the runner. The runner's coming back, and he's a fantastic aspect of them. There was a couple comparative stats there on the on the broadcast last night showing their points and their yardage and things like that when he's there when he's not there. It's incredibly significant. I bet you you knew right away as soon as the ball was fumbled uh, through the side of the end zone that oh, yeah. it was going to be a touchback at yep. the 20s. Yeah, isn't that Practically something? the Seahawks rule at this is, point. Isn't that something? It, yeah. is, it is. That's fast. 
fascinating that that happened again. I hate that rule so much. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You fumble out of bounds anywhere else on the field, and it's your ball. You fumble it there, and it's the other team's ball. Yeah, that's a good, a good question to ask because it, it's really never been challenged. It's just come up. It's come up in our world so yeah. many, so many times that we uh, we have wondered. Don't change well, it for you guys. It's yeah, perfect yeah, for yeah, you. It's perfect for you guys like three or four times. Top yeah. of your priority list as you leave us today and you get to work and you lay this out for the final two, just from your your position, not in your players, from Pete's position, the top of your priorities of what you want to get done. To be really clear communicating with these guys so that they can get on track. You know, I got I got I got to make sense of it and, and, and help them uh, be clear moving forward. You know, we started that in the locker room last night already because we, we had to go right to holding ourselves accountable, you know, and where, where can we help, where can we do more and do better and not, not get out of whack on, on that, you know, and so... Uh, but that's where it starts, and then we'll we'll put together a week, and here we go on the road and see if we can knock this thing out. We got just a couple of minutes left, and usually I like to take those out times to kind of look around the NFL and see what trends are emerging in the league this year. What 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 when you look at the league as a whole, what have you learned from the NFL this year? Well, I'm seeing some teams uh, that teams that are doing well, and I look at Minnesota is really I think they're they're really doing well in in. in uh, the Patriots are really doing well. They're really finding their their style. Uh, Minnesota's playing really good ball all the way around, as is Philadelphia until they lost their quarterback. Uh, but really good all-around football. The Rams are all around. They, they, their whole team is situated well. Um, the Patriots have been doing it for years. They continue to do it. I think it's that balance and that continuity of their style that stays stays consistent. Um, you can't beat those guys. You know, They just keep finding ways to win. And, and Even in the games where they don't play real well, they find a way to win at the end at all. I mean, Philly was a really good example yesterday. I think that was a great demonstration of them being a good club that they could come back because they started out poorly and, and, and righted themselves and got back. So it's really, um, uh, you know, I, you can see the teams that are on it, you know, and, and after a while, then it's kind of undeniable that they have their act together and they're going to be hard to beat and you better do things right and you better take them out of their game or they're going to get you. And that's that's kind of the, which isn't anything new, you know, but I think you have really clear illustrations of that this time around. Yeah, and some pretty clear physical fronts. I mean, Minnesota doesn't mess around. Like, yeah. They do what they do. Yeah. And uh, and the Rams yesterday, as you said, when you play that style and you get one-dimensional, you're playing right into their wheelhouse. Yep, that happened. That happened. That's right. Uh, good luck, Coach. Yeah, guys. Sorry for your show today. That's <laughs> a tough one. But uh, we'll all put it back together. we got to get rolling. All right. Well, Dallas we on Sunday. We'll look forward to it. We'll talk to you again, I guess, on Tuesday.